We're back. <laughs> oh, okay, Michael. Here we go. Bonnie's. What did you eat before you came oh, over God. here? Oh, man. The humanity. <laughs> Bought a lifetime supply of batteries. I got so many batteries. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Target and stocked up, so I'm never going to run out of batteries ever again. There's only two things in Bonnie's house that always needs batteries. My fart machine. Fart machine and her secondary fart machine. True. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Scary Movie and Chill. I'm your host, Bonds. Mm-hmm. And look who's passed out next yeah. to me. He's squeaking his squeaker toy. Oh, and then... He's all squeaked out, Mr. Charles. That's right. And my co-host... Are you supposed to play your stupid thing? (laughs) You're just trying to get me to play this stuff more because she's not wearing her headphones. She's not wearing her headphones because she never likes them anyways because she always has them on. She always puts them on over her entire ears and then she's watching the movie going, I can't hear the movie. (laughs) They hurt my ears. Yeah, well, there you go. Anyways, your name is. (laughs) You know what? Tuna Mike. No, it's not Tuna Mike. Co host Tuna Mike. (laughs) Uh, I'm not the one. I'm not the one who fucking. Talked about tuna all episode last week. No, you did. All you know, I like tuna. I, I said it one time. Salad. And I, you made oh a big thing about fish. it the whole episode. Have you ever had a tuna sandwich? Anyway, so Tuna Mike is back at it again for episode number 29. Is it 29? Yeah. Cool. What's new with you, Mike? <sighs> oh. oh, you know, not a lot. Just uh, chilling, living the dream. Um, except for Michael just celebrated a birthday. Oh, that's right. Uh, I didn't realize that Michael's birthday was on Saturday, so I feel I didn't, pretty I, terrible. I also didn't realize my birthday was on Saturday. And if it wasn't for Amanda nagging me about hanging out for my birthday. And because you didn't tell me at the beginning of the week, I scheduled a hair appointment. Yeah. And then I couldn't go to your birthday brunch. Until well, late. it was the day after. I thought I was actually going to have a, I thought I was going to have a birthday brunch on my birthday. But it turns out I ended up having to work <clears throat> on my birthday. In quotes, Michael yeah. had to work. I did have to work. But he did want to go out for drinks on Friday night, but then also yeah. made me wait 45 minutes <laughs> so he could play with his stupid graphs and gaffs and whatever the fuck his crypto Yeah, I had to close out um, so, so my, 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 crypt, my crypto fuck. trades. Made me I made, I'm, 45 minutes in that, I guess sweltering what? I, 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 apartment. I, I made... A dollar a minute. Because he literally made lives a dollar on the surface minute. of the sun. I made a dollar a minute when I close out those trades. Because like Bonnie got there, and Bonnie, I guess Bonnie's a, <laughs> Bonnie's a good luck for Bitcoin because she showed up and sat on my couch, and then it just sweating, schwitzing yeah, exactly. in your apartment, waiting. And then it just the price started. Michael's shooting like, up. I have to work, and I'm like, okay. No, well, no, I didn't and say then, that. We, and we then got you, there. I'm I like, are you done s- working? I yet? never said no, I had to you work. Said I you never, had to work. I never said I had to. I was yes, sending an email. I was sending an email. Otherwise, I would have been like, get the fuck off your computer and let's go. I would have given you a harder time. I'm glad you, you said I had to work. Whatever. Well, somebody. Uh oh. Uh oh. Charles is just. He's going to bark at me. He's going to bark at me. What? <laughs> he literally was staring at me and then he, his mouth opened. He was like, Stop whining. <sighs> Charles has new toys. I um, went to Target for the first time in like 10 months or something. Oh, here he comes. And he's got new squeaker toys that what are you he's gonna going do? crazy for. What are you doing over here? Don't Charles? step on it. Okay, hey. <laughs> okay. oh, right, he Charles. just wanted to give you a kiss. Just give him a pet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, give okay. him a pet. I I'm petting him. He's falling over, the, falling over the couch. Okay. All right, buddy. Okay, buddy. Oh, look at that. He, <laughs> he just wanted to just give him some there scratches. Oh, look at him. What are you doing? That's all he wanted. <laughs> to put his head upside down on yeah, the couch. he just wanted some attention. Look at Charles him. is a very awkward dog. Oh, he's, that cutie. What are you doing? No, he, good boy. He, was, he like, oh. just came over here and dug his head into the couch, but his Aww. butt was still up. I gotta take a picture of this. He's being really <laughs> cute. Oh, oh my god! This head plop. I'm the cutest okay. dog in the whole world. All right. Anyways, what's new with you, Michael? It's your birthday. How do you feel? You're another You're year better. older. You wiser. Yeah, it's it's why. Did you it's, have it's, birth? Did you make a birthday wish? No, because I didn't. Uh, I didn't think to. And also, it's just that weird. I always get like these super like anxious, like depressive moments before my birthday and I never know why. And then I remember it's my birthday and then literally Sad the next trombone. day and then the, the next day <laughs> and then the next day, like after my birthday, it just immediately just starts going away. And then like today I'm fine. And it's just, I think it's just the leading up. It's just that whole thing of, you know, another, another year. Where am I at in life? Yeah. Am I where I wanted to be? We have this discussion, you know, and it's just like yeah. this thing where it's like, I don't think I'll ever be uh, satisfied with just what I had accomplished. You the don't prior think year. so? No. No, because really? it's like, well, because even no matter what I accomplish, there's going to be something that I didn't, and that's what I'm going to focus on. That's just the way my brain oh, works. Michael. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. I don't know. I blame my dad. That's what I think about that, Michael. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that wasn't the fart machine. That was. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. What's new with you, Bonnie, besides your no, didn't you new hit? What? Well, someone what? told me to remind them about something. Michael had an episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good thing you... Look at... Oh, the one time Bonnie's memory comes okay, into play. Okay, I made a note on my phone. Uh, um, Yeah, the other night. I was snoring. <laughs> I fell asleep so hard. You called me I had to, to call, tell, tell her, me yeah, this. And I'm like, why are you... Are you calling me? Because to I tell? told her to remind because I was gonna forget and I did. Oh See? I was I fell asleep so hard and I was snoring so hard and it was like so dry in my apartment because I had my windows open. Mm-hmm. And I think I fell asleep mostly it was, I probably slept most of the night on my back because I fell asleep so hard I just didn't move. And I guess when I snored that hard and it was that dry, that that dangling thing in the back of your throat, <laughs> it like got irritated and like swollen. And so it was oh hanging God. so low. That it was basically resting on the back of my tongue. So it felt like I was constantly about to choke on something. <laughs> and so I woke up and I was like, fuck. And it just kind of tickled it. And then I tried like drinking like really cold water to see if it'll get it to, you know, like shrink or something. It was dumb. It was also like three in the morning, four in the morning. What was I? I don't, my brain not working. And then I took some ibuprofen to try and help the swelling go down. But it just like, I got to the point I was, I was in the bathroom and it just like kept hitting the back of my throat and like, did Acti- you gag like yeah, you're gonna so burp? It, so it activated my gag <laughs> reflex, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, oh! And then I tried to like calm myself down, and then it would just rest again, just like right on the back of your tongue, right where your tongue kind of like, I guess, curves to go down, you know. Uh-huh. And it kept sitting there and just hitting that, and it would just like kick in the the gag reflex again, and then it it was literally five straight minutes of me just like trying to calm it down, and it just kept like kicking in and kicking in. And I was like, I'm never gonna. I wonder I'm gonna how gag. many noise complaints you have from your neighbors. Zero. They got uh, the, loud the, retching because the people that I like share a wall with, like where the bathroom is, mm-hmm. they have a fucking baby. So the noises I make aren't <laughs> nearly as bad as that fucking kid. I hear that baby crying all the time. That's cool story. So, yep. How's your hangy thing right now? 
much better. better. Yeah, it took it took like two days. I I somehow managed to go back to sleep after that. Maybe you should go to the doctor and see if you have sleep apnea. No, that, it, that it's like the only other. I, I've only ever had that once. It's only done that one other time. So twice in my in my lifetime. What's new? What's with new with you, me? You might ask. Bonnie. Well, I got my hair done. Yep. Instead of hanging out with me on do. my birthday. And only took I my appointment was at eleven, and I think we got done at four around fourish. Yeah, it was. I was expecting you said that you were going in for just like a highlight thing. Yeah, and we ended up going. <clears throat> we ended up going to brunch at like right around noon, and I was like, oh, for sure. Like if Bonnie's just doing what she said she's going to do, then she might either get here like right as we're finishing, or maybe a little before, and can you know hang out. Yeah, I thought and texted and we left and we went to another bar and then she. It was a process. Yeah. It was a journey. Like I just thought I was gonna do light. I just wanted like just lighten it up. I told her just like put some blonde in the front, but no, she did like the full head, just like we did the last time. Like I think it was like last October maybe or September when I did like full head highlights. She did that again, which I'm not complaining. But I have so much hair that it takes forever. Literally eleven to four. Would I meet you at like four thirty-five? Something like that, yeah. It was yeah, a it was, freaking was process. She sent My me a photo and she ass looked, was aching from sitting in that chair for so long. Looked like oh, I had a bag on my head. Muppet <laughs> looking, you couldn't see her eyes. <laughs> she's wearing a, a, a mask and like these tinfoil things that made it look like she's wearing a weird helmet. Yeah, thing. She, I told her she looked like a uh, a muppet, a muppet from Dark Crystal. Yeah, it was. Um, it took a long time, but it turned out really nice and. Um, she, Miriam always kills it every time I get my hair done. No complaints. Um, the news. The big story. The big story. How I almost cut my thumb off. Oh, God. Chopping. No, I wasn't even chopping vegetables. I was sharpening my knife. Let that be a lesson. Don't sharpen your knives. Because you'll just end up sharp. hurting yourself. Yep. I think your thumb's a vegetable. It's like a lot better now. I just, I'm too scared to like leave the Band-Aid off. So I just keep switching the band-aids. But oh, I was um, sharpening. There's two types of phone calls that you get from Bonnie. Oh. <laughs> There's either the, <laughs> do, 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 or you answer the phone and she flushes the toilet or oh, something. Oh, you mean when I go, Domino's pizza. <laughs> yeah. Or. <laughs> you want some dicks on your pizza? Or. I heard you like them <laughs> extra cheesy. I say that all the time. It's yeah. my favorite. And, or, you get the phone call where he, yeah. Pick up the phone, you go, and then I always pick up the phone, just be like, "Hello," and she's like, and that's when you know she's. And then for some reason, she's always out of breath, and like she's like, "Michael," and it's like, "How are you? Why are you so out of breath?" Because I was panicking, Michael. I thought that. Well, first of all, I almost passed out at the sight of all the blood. So I'm sharpening my knife because I was making a salad and I'm sharpening, sharpening. And then on like one of the swipes, instead of like swiping through the sharpener, I just cut through my thumb mm-hmm. um, as like as if I was going to go through the sharpener thing. And uh, it I, <laughs> when it happened, I knew it was deep and I just went, oh, no. And then blood started coming out everywhere i dripped it i ran to the bathroom 
and put my thumb in the sink and blood was everywhere. There was so much blood, Michael. I literally, I got lightheaded. I thought I was going to faint and barf at the same time. And then it just wouldn't stop bleeding. I kept trying to apply pressure and just more and more blood kept coming out. And then I called and Michael didn't answer. So I had to leave a panicky voicemail because I'm like, uh-huh. should I go to the hospital and like get a fucking stitch for it? Because it was so deep. And I think like, I don't know what the criteria is for when you need stitches, but I'm like calling uh, I mean, him, oh, asking him if I should go get stitches yeah. or not. He's not even a freaking doctor. And I was just like in such I, a panic. I, I grew up in a, a household where my, my mother worked at a hospital. So oh. I know I actually do know. So the by proxy. Yeah. She's not a doctor. <laughs> So that's why I was out of breath because I was panicking. I almost barfed. I was so lightheaded. I almost passed out. There was blood everywhere. It was so disgusting. This, this phone call came. She goes, she goes through all of this. 30 minutes earlier, she sent me a photo of a toe with teeth on it. <laughs> oh, that was the day I learned about teratomas. <laughs> toe, yeah, toes that have teeth that come out of them. All kinds of teeth. And, all. and that doesn't make her barf. Yet she sees the tiniest... <laughs> Slice on her no, own thumb. No, it wasn't tiny. It's a tiny slice. You got tiny thumbs. Are you kidding? How me can it be a big slice if you got Why a little? Why are you thumb? diminishing my pain? Why do you Sing. feel the need? Was it a, to no? Is it a pain? sideways or to go the entire length of your thumb? Michael, it went across my thumb. Why do you you make it seem like I'm I don't exaggerating? Because I'll burn. Ooh. Uh oh. It's go. clean now. I had to like clean it off. Look, it goes all the way, all the way. Oh my god! And it was deep. It goes all the way because it it's went like maybe, this. Okay. Maybe. Thanks for diminishing <laughs> and invalidating inch. my injury. Appreciate <laughs> it. I'll never call you again when I just happens. I saved your life. You were gonna go it was and probably so spend. Deep. You're probably gonna go spend thousands of dollars. No, on, I have insurance. And, and, yeah. No, and so your copay would have been like three hundred bucks. For Michael, obviously, it'd be better than to get ripped on right now. Someone <laughs> so tell me that my rather, injury is not bad. Had, you would rather have. You'd out. rather go to the, the the ER. Yeah. And then have a doctor laugh at you, and yeah. then you pay him three hundred dollars. Then yeah. for me to go, that's really not that big. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, then you made do. this right choice to not go to the hospital. Anyways, well, Michael's not going to be my person to call anymore when I'm injured. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I know you did. You're She's bad. not wearing her headphones. You're a bad man. And so I didn't think she'd be able to hear my... Anyways, that's what happened to me. So, so anyways. I keep I say anyways a lot. Used to do, I was just about to say, that was... Um, <laughs> that was a lot of anyways. Hey, Michael, did you know... Too much anyways. <laughs> You're the worst. Did you know uh-uh. that there is... Playing one of your dumb things. I'm not playing anything. There's a literally a horror movie for every occasion. Yes. And you know what's coming up, Michael? What's the next holiday for this month? You have to look at your phone. You can't. We just all know. <laughs> this movie has a four out of ten. That's four ten. Four ten is my birthday. Oh, is that your birthday? That was four nine. I still don't know what your birthday is. That's why I hate Bonnie the most. And not only that, it's 10 days away from 420. It's the next holiday. Oh, yeah. 420 is the next holiday. And guess what? There's a horror movie for 420. There you go. So it's going to be our our Evil Weed episode. The movie's called Evil Bong. Oh, yes. We're going to watch the, the 2006 classic 
evil bong. Why is it twenty? Oh, if you buy if it, you it's dollars. Who would buy this? Show? Well, I don't know. Maybe. It's, what if this is like one of the best movies we've ever seen? It could be Michael on the podcast. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, that's it. Are Here you excited? Here we go. I should have had you bring a weed pen over. Whoa, look at the graphics on this. It's like 70s porno. Charles Bands. Who's Charles Band? It's probably the director. Rated NR? It's not. That means it's not rated. What's that it mean? means that it didn't go through the ratings process. Oh. There's a, there's a, it's a um, private company that is, a, that's the official ratings boards for movies. And it's weird. It's like made up of a bunch of people who are anonymous. Well, like oh, you, I they, saw a documentary, that about, documentary it. about it where they're trying to be like, why are you? And they'll, they'll literally be like, you people? can't, you cannot release this movie. And it's like, but who are you to say yes or no? Yeah. And it turns out like it was like formed by like this, like Christian organization organization. And then it's, so it's basically a bunch of like church going people that get to decide. Once again, religion exactly. strikes again. But that, that building that pay, they go, you pay and them? you have to pay them to tell, yeah, they'll pay you and you have to, I forget what and the name they'll tell of you that. like what, what things you have to cut out, what you have to do. And then you can decide to do it or not. And then, you know, obviously it'll. And it. Tommy Chong is in Of course, in Tommy this. Chong is in it. That's why I picked it. Ugh, this music. I hate reggae. It reminds me of that one terrible guy that I dated that really loved reggae. Raga. Raga. He was terrible. He looked oh, like uh, He reminded me of Christian Bale in American Psycho. He was very much like he had the slick back hair. He's very everything was like organized and neat and in its place and in his apartment. Except for he was a big He was a creep. He was the one that um He loved the reggae. One time he let me, he got some towels out for me because I was going to take a shower at his place. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a washcloth, like a washcloth. Who uses a washcloth? Uh, exactly. <laughs> what is this, like 1985? I know. And he was, I think he was younger than me a little bit. He gives me a washcloth. He gives me towels to take a shower. I take a shower. I come out and. Washcloth unused. Oh, I think I used it because he gave it to me because I'm like, I might as well. And um, I come out and he comes, he'd been in the kitchen. So I come into the kitchen and he comes up to like, I think he's going to give me a hug, but he doesn't give me a hug. He goes and he sniffs behind my ear. And then he tells me that I didn't clean behind my ear properly. True story. He sniffed and he's like, hmm, you didn't clean behind your ear. He had kind of this like nasally voice. And I was like, and then and I Bonnie's continue like, to date uh, him. <laughs> even, and Bonnie's like, even though I showered, there's a lot of things I didn't clean while I was there. Oh, this is going to be... Is this a dorm? You look like 5 Yeah, it's one of those things where this is, I can already tell, it's going to be one of those indie movies where the writer was trying to be like super witty with their dialogue, and it's terrible because the actors don't know how to act with terrible dialogue. Ew, that guy's putting his hands in his peanut butter jar. Ew. Ew, that was the hand he put in his peanut butter. Disgusting. It's terrible voiceover or whatever. ADR. ADR. His apartment is thrashed. And it's one of those, like, this also sounds like it's going to be one of those movies where, like, because the story and, like, and the sound is so bad, uh, they... They're gonna have like music going under it the entire time because oh, no. they, they, they usually you do that to hide like the bad sound. Really? Yeah. I love how these like so-called scary movies always have just the they just go really hard on the uh, 
stereotype characters where like he's a nerd, but not just any nerd. Like part down the middle, glasses, button up shirt, nerd. Nightmare. Oh, he has a comb in his pocket. Of course he does. He looks like John Malkovich. The nerd? Yeah. Oh, uh, a little bit. A little? Try a lot. Isn't Malkovich bald? Yeah. I wonder if that is Malkovich's kid. He, he had a kid? I mean, I don't know. He's an actor, right? Doesn't Actors like the fuck. Evil Bong is a 2006 American stoner, in quotes, slasher, comedy film directed by Charles Band about a group of stoners who smoke from a sentient, malevolent bong that traps the smoker in the bong world, a surreal realm filled with killer strippers uh, and other full moon creatures. Killer strippers. Are they going to show today, Michael? Are we going to see titties? It's rated NR, so is it, it anything goes? It, yeah, there's just no rating because, again, it just didn't go through the official thing because it's just an indie indie film. So you can do whatever you want. It's just like because you're not releasing it in theaters, it doesn't matter. All the, all the rating systems kind of go out the window when you put it on streaming platforms. Oh, the ending features an extended cameo by Tommy Chong of Cheech and Chong fame, Brandy Cunningham from VH1's Rock of Love with Brett Michaels, and oh, horror icon... Bill Mosley also make appearances in the film. And it has spawned a franchise because there are a ton. I saw the stuff under it and I just didn't know if it was alternate cuts or what the fuck it was. I guess if you make a movie about stoners, stoners will watch it and think it's funny. No, the nerd is David Weedoff. Yeah, I know. I just looked him up. He does look in this movie. He looks a lot like Malkovich. Oh, there's a soundtrack available for this movie. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> Rare for a direct-to-DVD film. <laughs> An associated soundtrack is available on Lakeshore Records and features music from Twisted, Insane Clown Posse, Send Dog from oh, Cypress Hill, God. and Volume 10. It also has music from the film's composers District 78 and two tracks from music group Cottonmouth Kings. Did you ever get into the Cottonmouth Kings? No. I've, I, I had an ex that really liked them, so I had to listen to them, too. And they weren't that bad, Ooh. from what I remember. Surprise, I dated surprise. guys that had terrible taste, obviously. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what, what that we, says about uh, me. <laughs> why don't we unpack <laughs> that statement, Bonnie? <laughs> Guys I just who burned actively, myself really <laughs> yeah, bad with that. <laughs> actively tried to get you to go away, and you just latched on harder. Yeah, it's my attachment style. Which was? I think it was like anxious avoidant from what I remember. Oh, you know what I learned this week? No, last week. What? That hyper-independence is a trauma response. To what? trauma that happened from like from it occurs when people have to become caretakers or parental figures when they're young interesting yeah i went down a rabbit hole i found a i saw it on tiktok this chick was doctor on tiktok i think she was a therapist okay um yeah 
I had no idea. So then I Googled it and then started looking, reading through articles. And it's pretty interesting. I had no idea, mm. but it makes sense. I wonder if it's like they, um, people that are hyper independent, make sure that they they want to make sure it's like like involves a lot of control that they can do everything themselves. They don't ever want to rely on anyone else, and they have to be able to do everything themselves. And they dislike needy people. Because oh they feel like you should be able to do everything that's yourself. Me. And that's me. Yeah, when I posted it. Is it? Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Is it? <laughs> Maya was like, I'm the same way. Yeah. She does it too. No, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I always, I'm definitely that type of person that is the, um, the, why can't you just do it yourself? You know, those people, like very needy people really drive me crazy. Yeah, I can't. Because it's just like, what are you, just stop for a second and think. All you have to do is just what you're looking at doing. And then when you like show them how to do it, like that wasn't that hard at all. You're like, right. So what were you freaking out about? Well, it's not, I mean, it's needy in in that way and also needy emotionally. Oh, yeah. I can't handle that as well. Like physically repulsed by it. (laughs) <laughs> I dated somebody that was like that. I did too. Very, very, oh, you did? He, um, oh, they're playing Super Mario. I just don't understand this, like, these movies that have this, like, we, we just watch this guy for like five minutes just play Super Mario. They and, are going to play music through this whole thing, aren't they? It's terrible. Super Mario 3? It's obviously also just like a really shitty set. Yeah, I was just going to say. It looks like a play. Yeah, it does. See, that's what I hated about that movie that I was talking shit on last episode, that one night in San Diego. It was the same way. It was set up like a play. Uh, I think at least these these actors at least get what their role is. Yeah. You know, and like, I think that bro guy is playing like the perfect type of Chad. This guy, this old man, this this old man gets it. Like he understands what kind of like he's not just like the guys like the director's dad who's like dad we want to be in this like he's just an old man that gets it. Anyways, you were saying I don't know. Oh my god, I was distracted by Chad. He looks familiar, doesn't uh, he? Yeah, kinda. But I guess every guy you that's named Chad it looks like that. <laughs> we're talking about needy people. Oh, um, did I show you the thing? No. I took a screenshot of the thing that I found. Okay, so it, it this article that I found was on psych2go.net, and so they they break down the characteristics of people that are hyper-independent, and number eight was you dislike needy people, which is me and Maya and you, apparently. Whenever you me, see... Me, apparently? That's what you said. I don't know. Uh, Whenever you see me. someone acting... pay attention. Even the slightest bit needy, you immediately turn and run the other way. You don't like it when friends keep asking you to spend more time with them or when family members text and call you a lot. You feel easily smothered or suffocated by other people's attempts to get closer with you. That's me to a T. Dude, oh my God. And are often quick to shoot them down. Why? Because you think being needy is a sign of weakness and no one should ever need anyone else but themselves in your opinion. Yes. Sad trombone. (laughs) No way, that's a... Yeah, that's me. I was reading that and I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. It's crazy when it's like they nail everything yeah. where you go, yeah. I, actually, as a matter of fact, I was 
I was even just having this those thoughts the other day. Uh, of course, on my birthday, my phone was blowing up, and it was just a bunch Aww. of people, you know, just a bunch of people texting and stuff. And it just got to the point, like in the day I don't when, think I, when I was just like, "Me happy birthday on my birthday." I called you on your birthday, and then you rejected my phone call. No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think you were the only one. I don't think oh. anyone. Yeah, I called me. you and started singing, and then you're like, "Now, and now," but. I yeah, people were, were you know, like texting and they're like, "What are you gonna do today? What are you gonna have fun?" And then I just like halfway through the day, I was just like, "Guys, you're all three hours ahead nice of me." Be nice to be so popular, Michael. You are all three hours ahead of me. Why did it take you all day? You should have thought about this earlier when I was in the mood to respond to texts. Oh my god, Michael! I just wasn't into <laughs> it. I was just like, I just was over it real quick. Okay, enter the bong. Well, see, look at that. We we're only watching this movie for ten minutes, and the bong's already here. This music is really terrible. Speaking of insane clown posse, I used to, uh, there's a kid in my neighborhood who was one grade ahead of me. And so we, I think we had like a, like a zoology class together and like it was him and his buddy and we like kind of became friends. And I, if like when he left for school, if I was already at the bus stop, he would always like swing by. And if I was there, he would give me a ride to school as opposed to waiting for the bus. And he was the biggest ICP fan. Really? He was like, yeah, he like, he was like oh, paint oh, up his face straight and- like oh yeah he was yeah, oh, ICP fan he was a juggalo okay ah. <laughs> him and his friend were juggalo did you but, ever watch that uh, documentary yes that's pretty I loved good it. Uh, and his his friend well I guess it was my friend too he worked at Arby's and uh, I used we'd go there on Sundays because it was near this bowling alley and me and my friends would always just go bowling on Sundays and then we'd go to the Arby's and we'd walk in and I'd be like I just want one Arby's sandwich and he'd be like mm-hmm. And then he would just go to the back. Anything that came down that slide, he put it on our tray. It'd be like it'd be like five roast beef sandwiches, like beef and cheddar, like three large fries, like and just he just put other people's orders on our thing. Really? And then he'd just go, Here you go. And I was like, Bro, what am I gonna do with all this shit? And he's like, Who cares? Eat it. Yeah. And so I Jeez. ate a lot of Arby's. It was good. But it was just so funny that he just like didn't give it was obvious what he was like everyone just standing around us is like he didn't order a beef and cheddar i ordered beef and cheddar and you're throwing two of them on his thing okay michael let's try and diagnose you somebody got the hookup in high school did i have any friends that worked at fast food i don't think so we used to go to hardy's oh yeah i never liked hardy's i don't even remember well and then i and then i would go to Carl's Jr. out here and I was like, well, I like Carl's Jr. And everyone's like, you know, it's Hardee's. Dude. Carl's Jr. Carl Jr.'s and Hardee's are the same, the same. thing. Big yeah. Carl is like my favorite burger. Um, okay. The eight signs of hyper independence. Yeah. One, you're a very private person. Uh, Two. Well, I like I'd to, say, th- I think that I'm pretty private. I think you are. I usually don't have to, I, I usually withhold things until I, don't have to, you know, until I actually have to say it. Has anyone ever told you you're so secretive and mysterious all the time? I mean, they don't tell me I'm so secretive and mysterious all the time, but like, I definitely go a long time without saying things. And then everyone's like, why didn't you just tell us this? <laughs> like, why didn't you tell me it was your birthday? Um, do people constantly tell you you're such a closed book and that you should try, you should try opening up every once in a while? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I like, I think it's one of those, I don't. I don't just um, divulge info. I don't just like come out and say things. I've uh, oh, there's some titties. <laughs> oh, there's our titties that That's we're probably book. gonna get for this movie. But yeah, I mean, I, if, if somebody asks things, I don't like 
I don't like keep secrets or hide things, but at the same time, I'm not one to just be like this open book of, you know, if I'm going through something, I usually just bottle it up. Yep. Bottle it up. Or, or I just like ignore everyone until I deal with it. It says, while we all certainly have a right to our privacy, there's a difference between being a private person and wanting to keep ourselves completely closed off from others. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He's going to fuck that bong. The nerd's waking up. Oh, I bet the bong's going to... So basically... The bong is going to make him like probably cool. Everyone used the bong except the nerd. Everyone except the nerd has passed out. And now the bong is like coming alive or something. It's waking up. Uh, number two, you're a workaholic slash overachiever. Yeah. I can, uh, yeah, I mean, I just basically told you about how I, I got mad at myself because I didn't accomplish everything on my list. And I don't think I'd ever be happy, even if I supposedly did conquer anything on my list. And I constantly feel like I fail everything all the time. If you're the kind of person who always likes to be busy and tends to throw themselves into their work slash studies, being mm-hmm. hyper independent could be a possible reason why. Yep. You focus more on your career and your academics because you're scared to let yourself have a life outside of those things. Interesting. You keep yourself preoccupied because you want to have an excuse to cancel plans, not spend time with loved ones, or be by yourself for long periods of time. That's how it was with my family for a long time. I'd always find an excuse never to go home. That's what my sister, she was like trying to invite me to her 40th birthday party. And she's like, yeah, I want you to come to the... And I was like, I don't know, like... Work gets pretty crazy. And she goes, I know. That's why I'm asking you two months in advance <laughs> so that you can prep for it and plan for it. And I was like, shit, she figured me out. And I ended up having, you know, I went home. One of these girls is getting topless. And it's probably her. One of these what? One of these girls is going to get topless. Ew. This that guy movie got like oddly. Like a tall it's jar like of mayo. Oddly intriguing only because it's like a what's going on. Yeah. Not because it's good. That girl looks like she, if, if you told me that she was 33, I'd buy it. Yeah. But then also she could be 32. <laughs> She's got a case of the old face. Yeah. He's got suds on his dick. Um, Next on the list, number three, yeah. don't delegate tasks. That would be me. Uh, I mean, it depends. I've gotten, I definitely gotten better at delegating things, but it's also just like in what regard though? Every time you're in a position of power or a leadership role, your biggest weakness is always your difficulty delegating tasks to others. Uh, I've gotten better at that. Whether it's for work, school, or social events, most of the time you just end up giving yourself all of the most important tasks and handing out only the easy and inconsequential ones to everyone else. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the one thing I've gotten better at doing over the years is, uh, especially just because I learned how I had to do it during for work stuff. Or... If not, you also have a bad habit of micromanaging everything to make sure all the tasks are done to your liking. I want to, but I fight the urge. In but short, I, will, I will like stand over, like I will feel the need to stand over and just be like, no, not like that. Not like it does bother me when people don't, when the way that they work isn't the way that I work. So when I give them the tasks to do something, that's what like bothers me about like some of the stuff with like, what, you know, one of the people that work under me is she just, there's like no sense of urgency with the way that she works. Ugh. And so therefore when I'm like, Hey, can you do this? And she just like, yeah. And then like two days later, I'm like, did you do it? And she's like still working on it. And I'm like, just fucking do it. Yeah. I just don't understand. Like what's taking y- y- so Yeah, long. exactly. And it's just one of those, if, 
if I knew it was going to take you two days, I just would have done it. Yeah. And so it's just that kind of thing. And I, so I'm always like reminding myself just because they don't work like you doesn't mean that they're not working or just that they're not doing good. It's just a different type of work yeah. that they do. And so I just have to remind myself that. Well, this says, and in short, do you don't oh, trust uh, other uh, people to do the things correct. you need them to do yes. and would rather do it all yourself. Most people, well, no, people can like earn my trust though. You know, like if I see like RPA, he works the same way I do where it's like, I go, I need you to do this. And then within 10 minutes, there's all the emails and it, like er, the problem is solved. And, you know, there's certain things that I have him do that's just like, you know, mundane kind of stuff that it's just like, I, I could, but like, it's just much easier. Like it's me coordinating for him to go pick up things. When it's like, dude, there's no reason for me to be doing it. It doesn't make sense. Like, why have me as a middleman? So you just schedule it and just CC me on the email so I know it's getting done. Yeah. And like, and he's like, yeah, sure thing. And he just, he's so on top of that stuff that it's just, it makes everything so much easier. So I think this, the, his, one of the Chads is going to bomb. Da, yeah, he's going to, his, his light, his, his, oh, his soul is, oh, titties, oh, here it the is. the killer strippers, are they showing full booby? I hope so. God, I just want to see some boobs. Yep. I mean, we kind of see them. They're like background and then the foreground girl. It's like they're kind of blurry, but like they're out. There they are. Close up boobies. Those are fake. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're both fake. Both. Sets. I think the girl in the front. I think hers are real. Again, I just never understand. Like just like a shitty indie movie. What is that? <laughs> what? It looks like a claymation thing. A caveman. Caveman. Oh, a little person. What? The creatures of the night. This guy's literally just acting like Keanu Reeves. Oh, nice. What? She's got skulls on her boobs. Skull bra? That's a good idea. Uh, Are they going to eat him? Her skull boobs came to life. They're going to... Yep, going for the jugular. Death by skull tit. I... Okay. It was like a... Jerking off? Ew. Oh no. I swear to God, if something shoots out of him. The claymation warrior is jerking off. What the fuck? Just okay, happened? so he goes in, his soul gets sucked in to a strip club in the bong, and then skull tits. Skull tits killed him. Yeah. But so but does he. his physical body? Yeah. I guess it left too. You know why this movie's brilliant? We've only been in two locations so far. <laughs> Keep it simple. Um, yep. Okay, next up on the list. Still going with the list. Four, you have a hard time asking for help. That's me. Yeah. No matter how much you might be struggling, you never ask anyone else to help you get out of a sticky situation. Correct. That is me. And it's not because you're too prideful or too arrogant either, but because you don't want to ever have to need other people. Uh-huh. Well, that, and it's also like a pride thing. I don't like, I feel like a, fa- well, I mean, I feel like a complete fucking failure. Yeah. If I have to ask someone. Same. I had a really hard time, like, when, when, um, I was going to do the move up here. There was this whole, like, fiasco with, like, the amount of money that I needed to move into my place. Like, the guy told me a number. And then what happened with my job is, like, they don't give you your final check. Right away, you have to wait like what? until like the next pay cycle because it's like twice a month that we would get paid. It was like the oh. first or the fifteenth, so I didn't get it when I my last oh, day. Oh, your last I day. I had to wait until the full 
the next pay, so pay cycle was done. So, so I was out that money. So I couldn't like I made a trip to like sign the lease and I didn't have the full amount. And they were they were not going to let me sign the lease without all of the money, even though I gave them like. 80% of $10, it. $10,000. It was like $3,600 that they wanted from me. It was like $3,640 or something that they wanted from me in order to sign the lease and give me the keys and everything. They wouldn't do a partial payment with, with like giving me the keys and oh, everything. Right, right. So <laughs> I was just like, Ugh! but I had to like get my thing signed because I had like a week or something to get moved and maybe like two yeah. weeks max. So I was like tapped out with money. So I was like, um, can anyone like spot me? Like, I think it was like six or eight hundred dollars just to cover yeah, yeah. the last little bit. And then when I got my check, I would pay them back. But it like was so hard for me to do that. But had it not for me being in such a bind, like I had to do it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have I right. would have been fucked like all the way around. I wouldn't have gotten the apartment and I had to have the apartment to get my job. And right. Yeah. It was so hard. And I felt like such a loser for doing it. And one of because well, it also like when it comes to money and stuff like that, it always just yeah, like you, when like you have to ask somebody for money, it's like you I just think I, had even if I was like I was able to put up the first twelve k, but I like ah I just that last five hundred bucks, especially it's just, it's, you know coming in in a week, can I borrow it? And it's like, I thought still like, like a, at a certain age, you should have like a certain amount always socked away. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't making that much money at my at my last yeah. job, so I. There was like times when I couldn't put anything away because all my uh, dude, money I, was getting spent on cost of living and I didn't know that bills and everything. That was me three years ago, and it was tough as well. So I didn't have anything, a large amount socked away. What I did, I put down for my yeah. deposit and everything to move in. So I feel like such a fucking loser to ask my friends, but they were all, all except for one of them, because this was when I was still friends with Howdy Doody. Mm-hmm. She was one of them. I there was like I sent like a group text and I was like, Can any of you like help? And she was just like she just ignored it. She didn't Of course. I mean at the very least all you gotta but do the is other just, two just were say, like, yeah, sorry, dude, no, if you're not gonna do it. We can totally spot you. And then I was like, I'm not a deadbeat, I'll pay you back as soon as I get my final check, but and it was fine. But then it was like after everything happened, then she was like Oh, did you need something? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, like when the date, like <laughs> I'm moving bitch. this weekend, which means that you obviously got something, you know. Thanks for like not helping at all. Anyways, but um, insane. Yeah, like pride definitely is. I'd say part of the reason why I don't like to ask for help as well. But yeah. Um. Oh, it says you may also have a problem trusting others and believing in their good intentions as well as. A fear of being seen as a burden or nuisance. Yes, I do. That's why I don't ever ask anybody for help. I make sure I can do it all on my own. I always, I always feel like whenever I try, like whenever I help people, I, I always feel like they don't fully understand that, like I actually do mean it. Like I do, like no, like yeah, exactly. Like I don't think you understand how honest I am being when I'm trying to help or like how help, like you know, where where if I tell somebody like don't be, you know, like you can ask me to help you move or anything like that, and they're like yeah, yeah, and I'm like no, seriously. I'm not just saying it. And like, I, for some reason, never fully feel like I get my point across. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so that's, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just like, I mean, cause I don't, I just don't trust it. Cause they're like, yeah, yeah, of course. And I was like, mm, mm, do you though? Yeah. I don't it. think you're, yeah, you don't get it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like my friends were super helpful in letting me use their, their van to move all my stuff. But I personally moved all of my stuff by myself. I didn't have anybody 
helping me because it was like around the holidays and it was a tough time and like also i just didn't want to ask anyone because i had always moved myself all by myself all up until that move and then when i moved from that place to here you helped that's right and And i was like the first time i had and i don't know how you did it because you complained the entire time everything was really heavy yeah everything was really heavy (laughs) (laughs) hold on hold on hold on i literally bought the heaviest furniture when i moved into my last apartment that's the last time i'm helping (laughs) and you you bought a bunch of new furniture and it's all heavy i'm looking at that fireplace well that can go in pieces my fireplace can be taken apart (laughs) yeah i can't leave the next time you move it's because you have so much money that you need to get a big upgrade and you get some movers buy a bungalow oh yeah I mean, I could have done that too, yeah, I guess, but too. it was COVID. Like, I feel like it's such a waste of money. Is it? I think it's worth it. Just pay I mean, the I money guess and have someone yeah. move you. I guess. I don't know. And I don't really had, have anything that's super valuable that I'm worried about getting broken. Yeah. So. I, I just use it as an opportunity to throw away most of my stuff. Yeah, I did. I mean, I've definitely accumulated a few more things since I moved mm-hmm. in here. <laughs> home. Um... Number five, you're used to doing everything by yourself. That's me. Used to doing everything. I moved my mattress all by myself into my last apartment. I folded it up. Clemente helped me fold it up into like, what are those things called? Tie downs? Yeah. Those like clacky tie down things that you would use on the back of a pickup truck. Yeah, ranch straps. Yeah. Folded it like a taco. And then I had to get it from the van all the way that was parked in the back of the building, all the way to the front of the building, up the stairs by myself. And I feel like my neighbors were definitely watching me through the window and nobody wanted to help me. I remember I ended up getting, when I moved into my apartment, uh, what is this? Uh, How did these old people get in? It's his grandparents. uh, uh, Yeah, I remember uh, when I moved to my, my, my first apartment, I had this one fridge that was like, we ended up buying it. It was oh, such a nightmare. We bought it like when we moved in, me and my roommate at the time, and it was like from Craigslist. And I remember it, it had like a picture of a like a silver fridge, like a silver side by side fridge. Yeah. And we were Those like, are huge. Yeah. Well, it, it was not like the ones that you see now. It was like an older model. But I remember I called I called the guys like, hey, so this this fridge is like I think I think we only I mean again it was cheap. We paid maybe like 150 bucks or 200 bucks, and we we're like. Just, I just want to make sure we're clear. The fridge that you're bringing is going to look exactly like the photo because it was like clearly like a just like a stock photo. Yeah. It, didn't, it, it wasn't a photo they took. Ooh, I wouldn't. And, have done, and, and I he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, so when Don't you get here, me, bro. Yeah, when you get here, I'm gonna see a refrigerator that looks like this, like yeah. exactly like this photo. Like, yeah, yeah. And then sure, it sh- shows up. It's like a 1970s like yellow uh, side by side. But at the same time, it's like we needed a fridge. It, I mean, everything worked on it. It was fine, yeah. and it lasted. I think it, it lasted like for you. like two years, and then it. And then, uh, my buddy had a fridge. He he was moving into a new apartment that had a fridge already, and then he had his old one that he was going to give me, and it was like way better. It's actually the fridge I have now to this day. I've had that fridge for like ten years. Damn. Uh, and it's funny because he goes, "Yeah, you can take it," and I was like, "All right, cool." Uh, but for some, I can't remember why. Like, I ended up having to. Like I drove it over to my apartment by myself and it was like flat on its back, which you're not supposed to do, but whatever. And uh, I ended up moving the whole thing by myself. And oh it's just one God. of those, you don't realize that fridges are just big and awkward. They're, yeah. they're not necessarily like heavy. No, they're just awkward. And so it was just like this thing where like people were like, 
are you sure you can take it up the stairs? Oh no, my roommate was there. It was just, it was just like an awkward thing where she's like, do you need help? And I was like, I don't think I got it. Cause like, there's no point in, I'll just put it on the, the dolly and just pull it up the stairs and you know, just one by one. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'll just get behind it and do this. And I was like, no, cause if I like, if I slip and fall and lose my grip, <laughs> you'll just get crushed. Yeah. So I, I'd rather just fuck up the fridge and do that. And so she's like, okay. And it was, it was weird. Like as I was pulling it up, I was like, this is surprisingly easy. Yeah, that's... Um, Anyways, that was my story about how I moved to fridge by myself. Good job, Michael. And that's... I was skinnier and littler than this. I had the movers. Show. That's one thing about LA. It's the only city that I've lived in where most... A lot of the apartments, you have to provide your own. Yeah. You have to get your own fridge and or stove. But oh, when wow. I got no, my, I've never had to get a stove. Some places you have to get your Holy stove, shit. too. But I had people deliver my refrigerator to the last place. And then when I moved out, because the property management took so long to get back to me about whether or not they would buy this refrigerator from me, I was already out of there. And I was like, I'm not coming back to move that thing. So they just charged me to dispose of it. Which is so, it's so crazy because you know they didn't dispose it. They're probably going to just I charge. They probably did. No, they're probably going to charge the next they said person. It, it had dents in it and they're like, Dude, no, they don't give a fuck. They're going to they're going to charge you money and then they'll tell the next per- and then the next person moving in, they'll go, "We have a fridge here and we'll sell like we'll if for an extra like $50, we'll sell it to you or $100." So they're going to double up. There's no there's no way they're just going to toss think so? it 100%. I think they would. That place that was place so- had brand new appliances. It yeah, but they didn't have. But they didn't have fridges. It had a brand you had to, new. But you had to bring stove, in your own fridge. Had a new microwave. Right. But you just had to buy your own fridge. Exactly. And they're going to sell that fridge to the next person. I wonder. And that next person, if they didn't have a fridge, and they go for a hundred dollars, well, you can just keep this one here. Why? Why would they get rid of a perfectly good fridge? Because it didn't look. It didn't fit the aesthetic of the well, kitchen. Exactly. I bet they did. Anyways. Uh, anyways, what did I say? You're used to doing everything by yourself. Whether it's grocery shopping, watching a movie, running errands, or eating out, you're used to doing everything by yourself. You spend your time and money on your own terms. You only go out with other people when they invite you, not the other way around. Yeah, I'm bad for that. Uh, And while it's definitely important to have a good relationship with ourselves and get comfortable with being alone sometimes, the same goes for socializing and spending time with loved ones as well. I realized last week. I'm bad for like initiating the hangout. Mm-hmm. And last week I realized I I'd started falling into the thing that I knew w- that would happen by living alone, which is the you, you you just you're alone all the time. And then you're just pacing around the apartment, talking to yourself and then like trying to think of something to do. And sometimes I think of like, oh, maybe I should do something. And then the idea of like calling people, I'm like, well, who do I call to hang out with? And rude. But it's like I know that I'm also really bad because so many people, right. so many people will also text me and be like, "Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. What's going on?" Or how come you never text me? And it's just like that's just not the way my brain works. Rude, Michael. Oh man, it's crazy how you time that and not use the fart machine at all. She's letting it build. Rude. Um. Yeah, it's uh really easy for me to just squirrel away with my dog. We do things together, and I don't really think about trying to hang out with anyone else <laughs> yeah that's funny just a, a quick movie update um so the, the it's, bong it's, is it's this movie's slowed down dramatically the one guy died and they're hiding it from the one guy's grandpa but his body and was then still that right the- and so they suck their souls into the bong and so i think it, we're literally going to go one by one luckily this movie i saw is only a, an hour 24 so okay, what did they do with his body i missed that part did they do something with it 
I think they're trying to like hanging out with. They they just put it in his bed and covered it with blanket. Really? I think so for now. So he's gonna. Oh, they just think he's like really high. No, no, no. They know he's dead. Or trying. They're 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 trying to figure. I think it was the other blonde guys. Does he get get sucked in? They're they're all gonna get sucked into this thing, and is just gonna be a strip club every time? I think so. I hope so. My brother should watch this movie. He'd probably like it. Okay, number six, you decide everything by yourself. Yeah, because I'm the boss in this household. Yeah. Charles can't do it. Somebody's uh, it looks like, it. but he's starting to try to make decisions. Uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> he's getting sucked into the bone. It says you make all the most important decisions in your life by yourself and rarely ever ask other people for their input but why or would I, But why would I ask for people's input? There it is, titties. Yep, they're back at the Oh, so he's going to see his buddy in there. Oh, that's right. Oh, isn't that him right there? Yeah. Wait, so... So he's not dead. The thing I don't understand about fake boobs is, is when you see them like this, they look insane. Yeah. And so it's just like, why would you see that and go, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, right? I think you that girl's I mean? the like, only one with the with Yeah, real hers are natural because they actually like hang and jiggle. Yeah, literally hers are the only ones that are like m- actually moving. All the other ones are just stiff. I mean, at the same time, do whatever you want. Whatever. If you if you want big old some people fake. like that look. Yeah, exactly. Like that nineties nineties fake tit look. Yeah. Okay. Now the bomb okay. finally has a face. And it's talking, but it's the looks mouth like isn't moving. It's like uh, those old movies from the nineties where animals would talk, but because we didn't have like CGI yet, they would just show the dog's face, and it would just be staring off, and it would just be a voice being like, "Well, hello there." I guess they're not that bad. I think it's just the space between move. them. It's just the space between them that throws me off. You know what I mean? Where it's like they're almost like pushed apart. Well, some people's boobs are. But I feel like, like it's that. also like when you see like boobs that size, they usually aren't at the edge of your torso. What is that? A, a gingerbread, gingerbread man? Okay, now it makes sense because there's another movie that's like Gingerbread Man versus Evil Bong. Oh, okay. And I'm like, how did they go from bong to gingerbread man? Yikes. These little and this guy's claymation like watching puppet thingies jerk like off. to jerk off. We have a handicapable person. <gasps> a vaginal scab. He said Gross. a vaginal scab. <laughs> All right. There's a lot. That's there's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. Uh, you don't really consider what they think would be best because you want to make those choices by yourself and only yourself. And while you might think that's a good thing, it actually shows just how much you, your sense of hyper-independence is alienating you from those around you. Yeah, oh, now she's got shark titties. Aren't those sharks? Yeah. Where's the blood splatter? There it is. The shark booby is eating his hand. Well, here's what I don't understand is they killed the other guy, but he's, al- but he's alive here. And then they're killing this guy, and so when he when they come out, is he gonna like be missing an? Is he a hand? Dan? No, his hand is still there. He's just dead. I don't understand. I'd be willing to bet they just redressed that set to just be the strip club. Oh. Or it's like on the other side of this wall. This is clearly like a soundstage. Yeah. Number seven. Okay. You struggle with long-term relationships. Well, no. Do you? Aren't you always in relationships for like ten years? <laughs> That's what I think about that. <laughs> no, I'm not, Michael. I thought you were. I thought you was just like we're. Big. I did. I had like three back to back long term. Like what is long term? One was 
like six. One was five and a half. One was three. Yeah, those are long. And then after that, it was just serial dating. Losers. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've even had like a long term because I because ne- the thing is I never date. I'm always not dating. Workaholicing. Yeah. Like when I like really like get into the like dating, I. This is like one of those things where it's like somebody like if I uh, the second I say it, somebody's gonna be like red flag because it's definitely it's again there's like a you know before I like kind of realized what the problem was like What's that the problem uh, the, Michael well the problem was me and just having issues with like not knowing what I wanted out of life and not knowing you know not knowing what I was looking for in a relationship you know you just date like basically just dating people because. Like, they seemed cool, and they liked me. And so you go, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do that. And so, obviously, that's not a winning recipe. Yeah. You know? And so, it seems fun for the first few months. And then after that... If I had a dollar it's, it's for every time fun. I dated someone just because they liked me and not because I really liked them... Yeah, exactly. That's, that's really bad. And then... I did that a lot. You could have afforded the down payment on your own apartment. <laughs> <laughs> That was a sad part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, but, so before I understood like how all that stuff was, I, like I don't think I ever dated anybody longer than a handful of months. I, I've, I don't, I've never, I've never like lived with somebody I've dated. I've never. Never lived? No. And I've never, I don't, uh, again, I don't think I've, I haven't had like a real relationship that was probably even a year. Jeez, Michael. Yeah. Cause I just don't. Like I said, I also don't like so if if I wasn't like a relationship, I would go through all of that and then once we like once we broke up, I'd just kind of be over it. Girls really just trying to make out with him. Yeah, it is also really weird. Is she on something? What is she doing? They're just watching. Did she say she was on something? No. I don't understand what's happening. I don't know what horny person acts like that. She looks like she's. I, don't know, I really wish. I really wish that. I think it's like one of those people that doesn't really like the whole. The oh, whole that's joke. the guy whose soul is. Okay. No. Right. No. No. God, all these guys look the same. This was probably like a special talent on her fucking resume, and they're like, "Can you really do that?" And is that was well, is that a pogo, pogo stick? stick? Yeah. Um, I can jump on a pogo stick. Oh, she say the f word. Of course, it's 2006, dude. You're allowed to say it then. Is she finally going to sleep? Good lord. What a mess. So now we're going to watch them do it. Okay. The nerd is getting down with someone. Uh, whether it's a love or friendship, you've always had a hard time maintaining long-term relationships. Yep. And if you're being honest with yourself, you know it's because you tend to keep the people you care about at an emotional distance. You feel uncomfortable opening up to them or getting too intimate with them. And you always worry that you spend too much time together. You've also been told that you're not the best at making people feel wanted or needed, and you never chase after anyone who leaves. Hmm. That yeah. last sentence. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Huh. This is really spot on. Yeah, it is. It's a very a learning episode. We really dig deep, and everyone knows that. Johnny, we got issues. Jo- Johnny, <laughs> Johnny red flags over here. We got 
I got trauma. I don't know about you. I have trauma and yeah. issues. Well, but that's the things I, I learned about mine like a few years ago, and that's why like I made the oh, I made like think leaps you're better and better ba- than me, Michael. Yep. Yeah. No, you're not. We're the same, Michael. Are we? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> okay, being stoned doesn't make you act like, like that, that when no. you're unless you're on like PCP. Yeah. I just started watching How to Fix a Drug Scandal on Netflix. Mm, is if, that the one about the pills? Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, only on episode two. It's the one where the the uh, one of the there's like two drug labs for trials. So if you're oh, caught, yeah, yeah. and it's just one of those. If there is a bigger uh, campaign to prove that the war on drugs is a, a useless piece of shit and just like a huge waste of time and money, it's this. Just seeing all this stuff and like all of the like and just how like corrupt the system is where they're like, well, I know that she's been working at this lab for 10 years and she's we've only really feel like she's been doing the drugs for the past six months. So anything before the six months, we're just going to ignore. We're never going to reopen those cases. And you're like, but we just and then like now they're like there's like proof that they like are finding that she was like doing drugs and like hardcore smoking crack at work up to like a year before and uh and it was like the when they went to the da off the da's office they found like all these emails and they were like uh we noticed it looks like she probably stole a bunch of oxycontin too and they're like i mean let's just not get this let's not let this get more complicated than it needs to be maybe she hurt her back and needed them and you got it's like so then what you're doing is you're saying that you, you don't want it to become more complicated because then you're going to have to let people out because of their drug convictions. But at the same time, you're allowing this person to steal drugs because it's also, they you know, again, we can get into a big old conversation about, what you know, working for the state and how they're going to do. If you fuck up on their end, they're going to do whatever they can to cover it up so that they don't look as bad yeah. because it's this is we went to this drug lab to test because for it our shows that they were negligent. And right. just imagine all the people that are going to come after the well, state. Exactly. And it's going to. I mean, and of course, it costs a lot of money for them, but they don't care. But yeah, and everyone so, has something to lose when that happens. So uh, why not no, bottle no, it up? That's the thing is, if you work for the state, nobody has anything to lose. Nobody ever gets punished People for them. People in power do. They Their don't reputations. get punished. They don't care about that. Who doesn't? All the people in power. If they care about reputations, Michael, are you kidding me? All the people that anyone that's up for office, they don't want to have the scandal. There's all these like inner politics that. that happens with that. Yeah, that's but why, they all but, ego, but, but and like it all comes into play, and that's why they cared about they that stuff. Stamp down that stuff, and they try not well, no, to let it see the well, light they, of day. They, right, they will be corrupt, but at the same time, they still it rarely do they pay the price for any of it. You know, like, like if, if they do something that's bad, like it's rare that they're ever like nobody's ever like really punished for it. Like the the one girl is like uh, in the episode, like she only got eighteen months in jail. Eighteen months in jail. Okay, this stripper has lip nips. Big old. <gasps> it's Brandy Cunningham from Rock of Love. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah. Oh, is that why we didn't see her tits, or did we see her tits? I don't think we saw them. She looks like somebody else. Who does she look like? So now those two are dead. Everybody's dead. Oh, except for them. Well, it's because he didn't smoke out of it, so she can't kill him. <gasps> Tommy Chong! Of course, this is how it's going to end. What? Tommy Chong's the best part of this whole movie. Yeah. I love how also Tommy Chong just... He's just Tommy Chong. I know. So he's like, oh, I'm playing Jimbo, man. It's uh, like he's not even it's acting. Just, it's just... Yeah, like, exactly. It's just... 
doing whoever's on the other side of him is just like makeshift Cheech. I, I gotta wonder too. Like he has just like generic like stoned face. Is that because he's just constantly stoned, or is that just the I way that he looks? I thought they didn't do it anymore. Or is, was that Cheech? Maybe Cheech. This I think Cheech Tommy Chong is like the poster I think he boy. Like, was, like, well, didn't he want to be associated with it. He, anymore. yeah, I know that they had like a little, a little back and forth, and they like kind of broke up, and they, and they've only recently maybe started like going on tour again. But Tommy Chong, he went to jail for like selling drug paraphernalia. He was selling pipes, and it was like a, a DEA again, stupid fucking shit. And then he ended up going to jail for. I don't remember how long it was. I, I feel like it was. It could have been a couple of years. Did and then, and then he came out. So now he like he can't, or and, and until he's off parole. But he was, you know, paroled, and you have to go and do all that stuff. And of course, they're gonna constantly drug test him and randomly show up. So he's like, he couldn't do it for a long time. Did you watch? Okay, the latest thing that I watched, White Boy or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you about watch that? The, the kid in Detroit? Yeah, the, what, the, White Boy Rick. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah, yeah. How crazy is that? Got and that's a, getting fucked. Yeah, it's that another guy thing too. Is yeah, got we're, fucked. Or yeah, because they overturned the law, and he should have been let out. And yeah. because there's such a conspiracy amongst well, the prosecuting attorney, I think it was the prosecuting well, and attorney. It's, it's another one of those things too, where it's like when they wouldn't the, like, let the him cases out. and stuff. Yeah, they're just like, should you do it? And like. It's obvious that they're doing things based on principle of their own principle, not because it's like what's right with the law of like, well, no, yeah, they're these doing are it to protect because he had dirt on that guy, that Gil, whatever his name was. Oh, yeah. But that guy's dead now. Yeah. But he's it's like they're protecting his legacy or something because that oh, guy. Right, right, right. Had information that he's, they were he's all been corrupt. The mayor was corrupt. Of, he's a bunch of stuff. Was like, it, the chief of police. That one guy was corrupt. Yeah. Gil and it's was like, isn't it like his daughter or something? That's like the pros, the DA, and she didn't want to. It just goes to show you that, like, the, the fact that people with certain power and they're just like this. To, like the fact that people will just like, well, I'm a piece of shit, so I'm gonna just keep. I'm gonna ruin your life because you could ruin mine because I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, and it's just like, dude, dude. It, I highly recommend watching that. It's called White Boy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but wait, it's, it's so good. Then they finally well, let him out. Try, yeah, he's trying to say, and he then was he like, has to serve time in Florida. Oh, right. And they tried to get it dropped, and they're like, "Yeah, no. that's like he's going to be in jail it, forever." Well, he's I, never th- I think out. it was only. I mean, not only, but it was like, uh, yeah, he so finally ridiculous. got out, and then it was like another like four or five years or he something. He didn't even do what he was accused of doing. Yeah, it, and well, it's no, like, it was like a, a weird, case like, where the he, myth it, of what he did became so big that people didn't know the actual truth, and so they believed right. Him well, yeah, and then it was it wasn't it was like he's did. he's going to Florida because it was like taking a stolen car across like state lines or something. Yeah, yeah, so it was something along those. It wasn't, and, but it crazy, wasn't, but, but it wasn't still. really what. It, and and the fact too is they can't like. The fact that the judge, they go, hey... Okay, Tommy you know, Chong is trying why to side note. He's why, trying to cut the bong. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where they go, why can't he... Because And they do it all the time of serving time... Congru- like, so he's currently serving, you know, 10 years for this. Can he... Can you just take this dumb thing that he's being charged with and consider his time now? Time, stir- time like, served. Like, ser- he's serving both sentences at the same time, so... Oh, they do show her boobs, Brandy. Oh. What's up with this guy's eyes? That one. Does he have a glass eye? Yeah, I was about to say one of those eyes isn't real. Oh yeah, her yeah her tits are. They're very um. Those are the. 
Oh, is this guy wearing a, oh, this guy's wearing a little G-string here. Oh, is there a male stripper? No, that's one of the guys. That's one of the chads. Yikes. They're, they're holding on this for way too long. Oh, that's the oh that's oh that's the girl. That's how they had to convince her to be here, is because now she's got to be with like a male stripper, whereas all the other guys were were tempted with. She's got some some big old boobs. The scene is uh, really long. Yeah. Basically, what had happened was. Tommy Chong went at the bong with a chainsaw, and nothing happened. Right, but this one guy he knows has se- he knows the secret way for the exit, and he's trying to save his girlfriend. Oh, the nerd does. Yeah, he's trying. Yeah. He was able to like fight off the other, the other girls. And we're back with the chainsaw. I love how the walls in the back go up, up, up. But there's no ceiling because it's it's, a it's a right ten, ten foot a high wall, so that they don't have to build a ceiling. <laughs> oh, she's trying to get him high. I like how they're like there's clearly just like a statue of this bong, and all the movements that are happening on her eyes and her mouth are like digital, like stretching of it really yeah terrible i mean the technology was there back then right for special effects it was maybe not for the indie stuff i mean they clearly they spent all their their budget on this guy and they probably spent a bunch of money to get those girls to be topless i mean usually usually if you have any of that type of stuff there's like certain like sag requirements for like pay oh really yeah there's like yeah i mean i mean a lot of uh, actors have that in their thing like it's just like a a general clause like and it's and it's through sag kind of a thing where like there's extra money to be naked because you can't just like you can't just you know i'm gonna give you a day rate of 125 dollars. also take your top off her boobs literally look like those they hostess cupcakes they, yeah they don't they don't move <laughs> they don't move at all why do they why are they adding like new elements of I know. things there's why like five do they minutes have of this to movie run into people well because yeah, exactly. it's a franchise Mike. oh yeah that's right they gotta like they probably had to reshoot the ending to establish uh, like an opening for a sequel he kind of looks like the poor man's yeah, what's like, julia roberts brother eric name? roberts yeah <laughs> yeah you're right he he looks like a, a mix between peter weller and eric roberts do you know who peter weller is no robocop Robocop. Oh, Robocop. <laughs> yeah. Michael I got that I got I got that nickname from from a, Robocop. A, a movie set I worked on where uh one of the actors he's like like he just started calling me Robocop or like Drobo and then he he literally drew on his of course he drew it on his script and I was trying to get it from him. He was like he drew a whole like comic strip of how like Drobocop was created and it, he literally had it where he was like yeah he was you you were like working on a set doing this thing and then uh, somebody came in with a gun and just lit you up and then he had me dying in the the comic strip where like they're blowing like literally blowing me to pieces nice. and then I came back as you know Drobocop Dro- Drobo and it was really fucking funny because they still I they I only wore like one hat when I was on set. And so it was like still like the the Robocop the Robocop like helmet thing, but I they still like put a hat on the top. It was re- it was really funny and it was really upsetting because I was like, uh, I want to keep that. And he's like, Well, it's my script. I can't, can't who give it to you. Did it? It was one of the actors. Oh, who was it? His name is Richard Harmon, and he's he actually is he's been in a bunch of stuff. He like me and him were like buds on that set. Whatever happened to him? Oh, he was in a bunch of stuff. Uh, was it Harmon? Was it Herman? Yeah, he's uh, what has he done recently? Yeah, he's done a bunch of like CW shows. You know what I was thinking about the other day when I was walking Charles about like my first 
like right after I moved here, my first celebrity encounter was at the um, Target on Santa Monica in yeah. West Hollywood uh-huh. when I saw Jenna Jameson. Oh, hubba hubba. Jenna Jameson was there with her daughter. Oh. So I didn't go up to her because she's like, a seen kid. All your movies? <laughs> no, I haven't. But I knew who she was. She had a big old fake badonkey. Oh yeah, and tiny little legs. Oh yeah, sounds about right. She's little. Yeah, she's that's what I've heard. She's really tiny. Yeah. I thought I saw fucking Trixie Mattel at the new Target that I went to on Sunset, and I just kept staring and staring and staring, but it wasn't. Yeah. You're just some stranger that you're staring at. I was just staring at some stranger. Mm, good times. <laughs> and then I was asked to leave. Yeah, they're like, you're really creeping this person <laughs> Just out. kidding. That Target is beautiful. It's brand new. It's brand new. That's why. It's huge. I wonder what the budget was for this. What do you think, Michael? Max a million. A million? At the, well, I don't know how much he costs. I don't know how much like the certain things. But, I mean, maybe half a million dollars, $400,000. It doesn't say on Wiki. I feel like they were able to probably get a deal on Tommy Chong because. Oh, everyone's. He, he saved everyone? No, he just saved the girl. Maybe. Okay, so Charles Band is known for the Puppet Master franchise. What? Subspecies series. Puppet Master? Oh, I guess everybody is alive. He, um, he made those movies and. Um, that series with his company, Full Moon Features, before Full Moon Features, his earlier and now defunct company, Empire Pictures, made films like Ghoulies. Char- yeah, he Charles Band like wrote and Puppet the Masters. cult classic Reanimator. Yeah, I uh, I worked with the director of Reanimator. I've never even heard of that. Oh, really? Really. So you mean to tell me this guy? Oh, so this guy's like, like indie world, indie world guy. So he knows how the indie world. That's why this movie is the way it is. Wait a second. I think Uh-oh. I just saw what the budget was. Uh-oh. How much? Because I feel like he uh, just on his name alone and like what he was able to do with Puppet Master, and he has like a reputation. That's it? Wait, hold on. We're about to see So how, he died. Nope. Oh. He's not dead. Tommy Chong lives. Oh, with some topless chicks. Oh, there's an, like a third, fourth girl. What? Oh, he's driving it on her boobs. And look, the boobs don't even move. Taking the Hot Wheels across her fake boobies. This is just like a really long, drawn out scene of him just driving Hot Wheels on boobs. Uh, (sighs) We need to watch all 10 of the movies. This is pretty bad. When I was scrolling, it said the budget was 50,000, but then I couldn't pull up the article that said. So, anyways, that's it. End of the one movie. torque. <laughs> it gets one torque because boobs. One torque because Tommy Chong was in yeah, it. Yeah, Tommy Chong and boobs, dude. Um, the story literally didn't make sense. It was this was a just a feature film that was it was just a glorified student film. It's like, this is like the idea that some some stoner in film school got and was like, would it be funny if there's a burp, 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 burp. yeah, I mean, and then they happen to have that, like Tommy Chong's clue like. Now that I know this guy's like a the part of the Puppet Master series and like these other things, so he's in that like horror realm. That I'm pretty sure he had, he probably knows Tommy Chong through someone. So that's probably now that that's how it's cost fifty thousand dollars. 
He pulled in favors, and then mm-hmm. it turned into whatever it is. And now so it's, it's probably just a, budget on boobs. It's a stoner cult classic, is what it is. And not about that. I feel like a stoner cult classic is half baked. Not this movie. Well, no, this is like for like the. You'd be, surpri- you'd be surprised be- at some of these indie movies that like just like a group of people. In, it's like college college kids would probably um, watch this shit. You know, where they're in college like and ultra niche. Yeah, exactly. It's just like just these kids put it on, and there's like dumb shit that happens, and they think it's fucking hilarious that there's like a uh, old man in a wheelchair, and then like tits show up, and then <laughs> you know that weird stuff. Um. Yeah, the idea uh, could have been executed better, like the yeah. idea of the movie, because it wasn't really clear. Like they smoke the bong, they go to this other world, they get killed, but, but then apparently you just walk out of the strip but club, but then they're and then able now they're to alive. leave, yeah. and come back. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely some, and it could have just the pacing could have been a little bit better. Pacing was terrible, really slow. Um, some of those scenes went a, lot of a like little sta- too a long. A lot of standing and talking. Yeah, like uh, watching this guy play Nintendo for five minutes. Oh, watching okay, that guy hump, dry hump. Oh uh, yeah, dry hump the girl for ten years. Yeah, that also. was a little too long. And uh, when even, her tits weren't even fucking out. Yeah, I think like the, the majority point? of the budget just went to sh- all the boob showing. There was a lot of boobies. Yeah, in this. a lot of tits. Which, you know, so it yeah, one torque for me. Yeah, single torque. <laughs> one torque. One torque. All right. Well, that concludes yeah. a four twenty horror. Four twenty horror. Wow. <laughs> and us diagnosing ourselves. I know. Yeah, it was like this. This is half us going. Wait, hold on. So what's going on? Tits. Really, Anyways, we're damaged. I found that article so interesting. It was. It's kind of creepy when you find something that is like so spot on about yourself, right? And you didn't even think it was like a thing. And it's not even written by a licensed professional. It's psychology. I'm just kidding. Whatever. Just, psych to go. Whatever. Yeah. It wasn't like. Either way, even if it's a cosmo. Here's the thing. Even article. if it's even if it's fake, still somebody out there is. Putting together fake. a putting together a list of things it's that's not just fake. me. I initially found out about it on uh, a therapist was talking about it on TikTok, and that's what made me go down the Google hole. And then yeah. I didn't go to bed until like two in the morning because I was reading all this stuff. She self diagnosed herself, and then I was looking up books on to see if I could like find a book to like a self help book to read about it. Haven't found one because you're going to independently become your own doctor. No, I just want to learn more about <laughs> yeah. it. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with learning no, about There's things. There's nothing wrong. Michael. I know. Yeah, I know. But that's all I do. Yet when I talk about how I want to learn really. about cryptocurrencies, uh, everyone here no. we go. Everyone rolls. What you want to do is tell people to come over. We're gonna go get drinks, and then you make them wait in your hot apartment for 45 minutes fan while you on. play with your graphs and whatever the fuck was happening on yeah. your laptop. And guess what? I was, able, I was able worked, to make. I was able to make. Worked. I was able to make enough. I was parched. I was able to make I was enough. Ready to drink to purchase. Beers. And I was schwitzing in your apartment. Yeah, we all saw Brute. the stain you left on the couch. Huh? Yeah, butt sweat. <laughs> yeah, right. It wasn't that a bad. Faucet but it was your warm butts. in your apartment. I know. It's the way my apartment is. Anyways, on that note, I guess we'll be back next week. We'll be back. I can't hear what you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have my headphones on. Yeah, well, you live, you learn. Alrighty. All right. Until next time. <laughs>